Hello, and welcome to the intersection of Crystal R. Emery. Crystal is a member of the Producers Guild of America, an American Association for the Advancement of Science, if then ambassador, and a member of New York Women in Film and Television. Crystal is CEO and founder of You Are You the Right to Be Inc., and she is a bad ass. Today's topic is memories. What do you do with them? I don't know. I collect a lot of junk and I'm only 26. And I don't even know what to do with what I've got already. Here's Crystal Renee Emery. Memories. We all make them, keep them, reflect on them. But when they're associated with things, a teddy bear, a photo, a music box, are our memories inside those things or inside our hearts? And when the time comes in your life, when it's time to part with the thing itself, what becomes of your memories? Now I confess, I am not one of those people who like to hold on to tangible stuff. I recently moved from a really small apartment I had lived in for years into a bigger house. Now normally when people my age move, they're usually downsizing. For me, however, it was the opposite. I have been keeping many of the possessions I, my family, and my business had accumulated in several storage units. When the move finally came, I also had to move my life, my husband's life, my autistic brother's life, and our company all together in one place. For us and our business, that added up to 157 years of stuff, and so much to look over, evaluate, and make decisions about what to keep. I found myself going through bin after bin, touching and seeing things I had long forgotten about, awards we had received, the little teddy bear my father gave me, and in the pocket of the teddy bear, he had tucked away a surprise, $500 my first jewelry box, which played the theme from Love Story, a bell from my wedding day. Some of the stories of these items were etched deeply in my mind and heart, but I had to make a decision about what to keep and what to get rid of. I kept the treasured teddy bear and the bell, but I discarded the beautifully perfect jewelry box. As I began this process, With the help of my wonderful Uriah, he would often say with a troubled heart, Miss Crystal, why would you throw that away? It was hard for me to explain my feelings to him. We all tend to collect things our whole lives, but what do they mean to anybody else besides us? Like many other people, I've had to go through the possessions of dear loved ones after they passed made decisions about what to keep, and often felt generally guilty about the things I decided to throw away. How would anyone be able to make those same decisions about me, I thought? What happens to those memories when I die? To whom are they important when I'm gone? I feel like I am a library with all my memories carefully organized and cataloged as we see in the modern age of information and technology 
and the internet, however brick and mortar libraries, are obsolete. Is it really so important to hold on to things in my library? Why? So that when I die, someone in my family will have to go through them, pick one or two to keep, but throw most of them away anyway, because they have no true meaning for anyone but me. It makes me think, is it the object to which I'm attached or the memory it represents and which is more important to me? I've heard it said that your soul experiences are etched on the Akashic records. Everyone has had the experience of deja vu, thinking something you currently experiencing has happened in the past, even though you know rationally it hasn't. Perhaps some of these things you actually experience in other lives. Who knows? But these are some memories from past experiences that are coming forward. Regardless of everything, we know that memories, the experiences of your life, do not die. So why do we hold on to so much clutter? Does it define us? Does it remind us of who we were, what we did, whom we loved? These are the questions I ask myself as I begin to declutter my life and try to assess the value of my memories and experiences. So if the thing is gone, the object, what about the memory of the object? What does it represent? I find it comforting to think that all those memories are stored somewhere in the universe and through many lifetimes, we can draw upon them. During the ongoing transition to our new home, I found I was able to part with much of the flotsam and jetsam of my family and my family's lives. There were, however, some one-of-a-kind things that were precious because they represented something very special in my life. So rather than just hold on to everything, I decided to create a memory box. Among the physical things I saved is that rare, precious teddy bear from my dad, and the bell from my wedding day. What do you do with your memories? How do you categorize them? How do you log them? Are you the type of person that is going to leave a house full of memories for somebody else to declutter? Think about it. Think about what is important. We all want to hold on to those special moments. But we don't have to hold on to the trinket because that special moment lives on not only in our heart, but on the footprint of our spirit. Namaskar. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Intersection of Crystal R. Emery. Subscribe if you like today's episode and want to receive notifications when new episodes are available. New episodes will be available every Monday and Thursday. If you would like to learn more about or support Crystal's work, please visit URUTheRightToBe.org. You can also follow Crystal on Twitter at Crystal R. Emery or at Changing Stem. Music is provided by Jay Hogard featuring I Am Free from his album Harlem Hieroglyphics. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Namaskar. <laughs>